What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Really good in-depth conversations of like what coaching looks like, what's the good, who are the good ones, who are the bad ones, you know, my interest level in it, uh, where I am in the present moment. Um, I texted with them yesterday. Hey man, like good luck, go crush it type of thing. And we decided to touch base later. So not directly offered me anything, no. Welcome back. Welcome on BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, of course, presented by BetMGM. Lot to do on this Wednesday morning. We'll get to our NFL power rankings coming up. There's a couple of great guests locked in. Ben Brown of Pro Football Focus. Sam Panianovich from Nesson will join the show a little bit later on. Line movement across week 10. We still wait on the Josh Allen injury news. We just played in with um, Dan Orlovsky there, Joe, who was kidding around about joining the staff with Jeff Saturday. My, my favorite reaction yesterday, um, and we talked a little bit yesterday about the Jeff Saturday coaching the Colts. My favorite reaction was RG3 tweeting out um, that the next step in all of this is Stephen A. Smith coaching the Nets. This is going to take ESPN personalities and make them coaches across the sports landscape. I still can't believe we sit here. Oh, no. And in a few, a few days, we're going to have a game where Jeff Saturday coaches. Like, this is real. This is real. Wait, like, is it that crazy? Think of the world we live in. Think of last night. Think of your state, Joe G. This is not a political state at all. All in politics, we stick in our talk about sports, talk about betting. The least have become politicians. Very powerful politicians over the last few years. Yeah. Are we now in a position where owners are sitting at home watching coverage of NFL all day and they're like, hey, that guy just convinced me. I think he knows what he's talking about. He can be my next head coach. Are, are we going to enter that world? You know, we're, I mean, obviously we're there, right? Jeff Saturday's a head right. coach on Sunday. He will be standing well, there. Mo- normal people do this. Will normal owners make uh, hires like this? Probably not. But if you give me Stephen A. Smith coaching Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, I, my television will be on. I, I will watch that. Yeah, I'm, in. I'm in. I don't think he could drop a play, but I'm in. I'm in for the uh, pregame, the postgame, the in-game interview. Like, it would all be phenomenal. Well, to, just don't do it on right, my team. Quickly. Just don't do it on any of my teams because I don't want to be that laughing stock. I've had yeah, we do have that. a we do have a success story though happening right now across in the college football world that could become a bigger story big, soon. Deion Sanders yeah. has done a nice job. Deion Sanders was the talking mm-hmm. head, and he had a lot to say. And he was I thought he was really good at his job. He didn't have coaching experience. I mean, would you be surprised if he's at a Power Five school quickly? I I think that's his next step. Did you watch that 60 Minutes piece on him the other week? I did. It's like, I it's did. out there. It's I just watched it the other day, finally. I think it's a few from a few weeks ago. Like, wh- when these jobs are opening up, these big ones, that's now the first thing I think of. I think of Dion. And if I were in that position, that's the kind of move that I, I would consider. Like, you can the, – the technical stuff, you can bring guys in. You can hire as many assistants as you want. You're, D- sure. you're Dion, or if you're a high-profile guy with the amount of money that they're bringing in. And by the way, he did not shut down the idea of maybe one day leaving and being in a head coach in the SEC, because why not? Uh, why would he turn anything down? I, I was impressed, and I'm sure I wasn't the only one. And is there a better recruiter? 
I mean, if you could play for prime time, think of the the ages. Now, if you're thinking, yes, the uh, the the kids that are going to cut play college don't even know Dion from the football field. They know him from TV, but their right. dads know Dion. Their dads grew up watching Dion prime time. Maybe one of the favorite their favorite players in the NFL, the entertainment, the flash that he would bring. He's going to get a big job. He is. He's going to get a big job. I just wonder when he's going to take that leap. Yeah, there's no question that's going to happen. And it, it, it's a success story. So we'll see. Now, I think college is a little easier than the NFL to, to pull it off. Yeah. You can kind of put people around you. You're you're the CEO or whatever. At NFL, you need to actually scheme things up. So we'll see on that. All right, we're going to get to the college football rankings from last night, the playoff rankings. But I saw you wanted to start with a betting confession. You have a betting All right. confession? Uh, yeah. You want to tell the audience here? Oh. You're, you're, Joji's always on top of it. I didn't even, I didn't even tell him about this, and I, I'm glad you saw my tweet. All right, can can we get everybody on see the live reaction? I, I I'm very curious. We oh, we've wow. all made very dumb wagers, very dumb wagers. Yeah. Okay, like anytime I make an outlandish bet, I'm like, <laughs> I've spent money a lot worse and could be de- dead immediately. I made a wager this morning that I am not proud of. And it's you know it already, part, like it, oh, I know it, it already. Okay, I, I guess. In fact, I kept going back to it before I pressed send, and the wheel went to spinning for about twenty five minutes before I, before I did that. I I kept I'm like no, I can't. I closed it, opened it up, had to log in again. No, I can't. After I loaded it, finally pushed it through just for the content of the show. All okay. right, minutes ago. I bet Justin Fields to be the National Football League's Offensive Player of the Year at 500 to 1. Wow. <laughs> not as crazy as. Yeah. It's when not you the started that sentence. Thing in the world. Yeah. I, that's not where I was expecting it to go. I, I thought MVP, there's a, there's, say MVP. <laughs> right. MVP, like, which we know he's not fire. winning. Right. Yes. Like yes. He can't win the MVP. Yeah. They have too many losses. And say, stay mods. Stay mods, by the way. He's 501 for the MVP, 501 for the Offensive Player of the Year, which makes no sense. So, so what, what do we think what, about Sorry. So, so walk us through it. You, you're, we think he could have one of the great rushing seasons in any, any quarterbacks ever had, right? He's on that no. Lamar Jackson kind of path. That, that's that's the well, process here. You have a top market. You have uh, national media going bonkers. If you saw Michael Irvin and Ryan Clark, to name a yeah. couple of people screaming about Justin Fields, he was the number one story as far as player, not, not team story, number one player story in the National Football League this past week. Over the past month, he's been on a tear. And what if the scenario is, what if he starts setting all-time records? Rushing yards by a quarterback. He set the record for in a game this weekend, breaking Michael Vick's record of 173 by rushing for 178. What if he sets the all-time record, which is north of 1,200, when Lamar Jackson was the MVP? You have that extra game now. What if Justin Fields is one of the biggest stories in the NFL and we have a half a season left? You can't give him the MVP because the defense can't stop anybody. They can't win any games. So there's no success there. You need team success to win the MVP. But what if he's the most exciting story in the NFL for the second half of the season? I think that ceiling is there. 
Well, we just saw what happened on Sunday. Let, let me give you a comp I thought right. of watching him Sunday. And, and it, we, okay. I don't think we've talked about this name in a while. Uh, and his name became something else. You know who he reminded me of when I watched him on Sunday? The best version of Colin Kaepernick when he was at his mm-hmm. best with the 49ers. That's what I thought of watching him. Still not a perfect passer, not refined, but like it's fine. It's okay, right? But his legs are just insane, like two, almost 200 yards rushing. So, yeah, I mean, if he continues this, he's going to have a great season. Like Ka- I think 2013 was probably the best Kaepernick season. Um, yeah, I, it, he could have a crazy good ending to this season. But, man, I didn't expect this to start off today. 5-1 on fields, offensive player of the year. I mean, I would not have bet it at 100. I would not have bet it at 100. Right. I'll say that. Right. Do you What's need the lowest some... you would have done? 250? Probably like 250, probably. Do you need some sort of team success? Because just looking at, like, maybe at least in the hunt, classic Bears in the hunt, last three games. <laughs> but yeah. um, just looking at past winners, Cooper Cup, Derrick Henry, Michael Thomas. I'm, sh- I'm assuming that was a playoff team. I can't. Thousand percent swear by it. Mahomes, Gurley on those Rams, Matt Ryan, Cam Newton. And again, this is like, has it become a non because we got some quarterbacks in there? I'm just trying to look back at like the the last time someone had like an A Rod Rangers season. Granted, that's baseball in the MVP, but a guy that Curious. put up a ton of stats and team was just not competitive. What if they're 500? Not making the playoffs. What if they're 500? That that's puts them in the hunt in the last wins. three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. The the record for rushing yards by a quarterback in a season is 12.06 by Lamar in 2019. That was his MVP year. Second is Michael Vick, the other count that a lot of people are bringing up because he's breaking some of Vick's records. In 2006, he rushed for 1,039 yards. You know Vick was not the MVP or the Offensive Player of the Year that season? Wow. It was a Ladanian Tomlinson year, which they would never do again. They would never no. go MVP offensive player of the year for a running back. And we're also not having in, a, in, a running back, a special running back season this year, right? Like who's Chubb's yeah. having the best year, but it's not overwhelming. It's not like we're talking about it. it. Like Taylor last year was better. was more of a story. We don't have that with the running back this year. Right. And I mean, it's I mean, been only schedule. three times. It's been only three times a quarterback has rushed for over a thousand yards. Fourth is actually Bobby Douglas, nine sixty-eight. What, Joe G? What about the guy you grew up watching? Do you see anything with Randall Cunningham? A little bit. He's got that kind of like um, the build a little bit. Randall, I guess Randall's a little bit taller. Randall was very tall and lanky, yeah. but he the running style. I, I see that a little bit, Paul. That running style he has, the long strides when he gets going. I, I yep. see a little Randall in him. Yeah. And the schedule sets up. Not terribly. I mean, Lions, you're facing the Falcons, worst defense in the NFL. Yeah, next Lions, two weeks, Falcons, right? And the Jets. Yeah, and then but it's the only way the Bills can run the ball. But Josh Allen put up some yards in that game. Hmm. It's twice. Now look, I am not making. It is a number play, and it's also fun because I'm here, and it's the team I follow the closest. But he has that sort of a ceiling. And this is not a one-week thing. Now, obviously, he's not rushing for over 100 yards every single week. But he could. What if he does that the rest of the way? You know, when record, so that's 12.06 into 15 games. I mean, he yard. So he could break that. Um, we quarterbacks, it's going to be the MVP, one of those top three guys. 
wonder if, uh, I mean, the steam has started nationally too, and I don't think it's a local thing. And yes, it's complete overreaction. But if he does it again against Detroit, has a game, say four touchdowns, no interceptions, that, now the number's long gone. So oh, I know yeah. it was probably yeah. it was probably a crazy idea, but that's how you get a 500 to one with a crazy idea or a bad number if you get a World Series matchup like that big winner in Colorado did. So, so what's the key to this? Because I, I think we can almost start to count on his rushing yards unless he gets banged up. Right, he's averaging about mm-hmm. 91 the last five games. Obviously, the, the what he did last week boosted that up. How how well does he have to throw the ball the next eight, nine games? Like, he has a 99.7 pass rating in the last five games. Does he have to stick at that level? Do we need to see him throw the ball at this efficiency for the rest of the season? Because the rushing yards are going to be there. But like, I, I wonder if he's got to make up for the way he started throwing the ball. Like, get over 60% completion. You know what I mean? Like, he, if he keeps playing like this, he will. He'll get over that number. But he's still at, what, 58 for the season? Where is he at? 50, uh, My get- 58-8. If, if he were to be explosive like this, and they're not going to score that many points every single week, but my sense is it wouldn't matter for this specific award. For MVP, it would matter. For this, I would say no. As long as combined passing and rushing, you're around the 300 number. I think that's what people would look at. Yeah. Overall and, and Even if he doesn't Boy, have the this... passing yards, does it help if he... Throws multiple, like he's not going to throw three touchdowns every game, but if he has one yes. or two, right. go with one or two on yeah. the ground as well, you feel like that still keeps him in the race. Right. He, well, he also has a, a rushing touchdown, what, Jake, in like four straight games now? Four straight, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, 400, he has 602 rushing yards on the year, 400 of them in the last four weeks. Joe yeah. G, what number did you get before the season? You you were the guy banging the table, and I was pushing back on it. I was like, I don't know. He's going to get I hurt got, by this offense. It already, it already cashed. It cashed on Sunday. I got five. Oh, my God. Five and a half. We thought we were in the <laughs> mid-600s. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was amazing. 535. Can they flex this Bears-Eagles game, this Bears-Bills game? On, I mean, it's Christmas. No, because Eve, you know what's going to happen. They're going to do that, no. and then everybody on the Bears turns back into a pumpkin, and it's an awful game. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, we're making the Vic comp. We're making the um, Randall comp. I, like, that immediately makes me think, and we're talking about, like, throws. If he can make a Vic Monday Night Football bomb throw to, like, Deshaun, like, to open a game, like, something like that, that is just burned into everyone's brains, that certainly helps yeah. the cause, but there's not, it's no prime time left on the schedule. I, I think the TV executives are focused on the successful teams, but I yeah. will say that there are a lot of people out there that are saying the Bears are one of the most fun teams to watch that never said that in the past. And part of the reason is they're including giving up you. a million points. So everything's a shootout. Yeah, including me. Last two weeks, the over has hit by a combined 57 points in a league that can't score points in Bears game. And now we get the Lions and Bears this Sunday? Oh, we're going to get points right. on Sunday, assuming the weather's all right. They're in Chicago. Are we, you know, we don't often start with 500 to ones on this show. So we're, we're off and rolling <laughs> here on a Wednesday. On the other side, let's dive into our power rankings, NFL power rankings as we see them heading into week 10. That's next right here on the Beck You All Network.